0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Jennifer Lowry, and I am a debut author. Yep, it's my first go at the publishing world, and I would love for you to join this dream ride with me as I am at my initial stages to wherever God would lead. Okay, I made a huge mistake, and I can admit this now. And I'm telling y'all this because I don't want you to fall within the trap that I unconsciously set for myself. So once I make a mistake, I can be the first to admit it, Because I know I've got to get over it and move on. Because if not, I'll dwell on it. And I'll keep rehashing it out. So, I have to change it. I'm doing it. And I've got a new plan. And so I'm going to share it with you now. Over the summer break, I will be sad to report that I read one book for enjoyment. A Monster Calls by Patrick Ness. Um, If you haven't read it, go get it. I thought it was horror because the name and the cover and to find out that it was children's fantasy was a shock to me, but I cried for hours and hours and I thought of that book like forever since. I got so excited the other day when it was on the library um, display and I grabbed it and just ran and showed all the kids in my class, this is the book, this is the book you got to get. So uh, that's that one. Now, over Christmas holiday, I read one book for enjoyment. I squeezed in The Right by Matt Baglio. It's an amazing biography. I would recommend it to anyone that can handle the exorcism talks. Um, and since another aspiration of mine is to be like Lorraine Warren, shh, you don't have to tell anybody. But um, uh, hands raising to the sky. Love this book. But I only read nonfiction for the longest time so I'm talking about since 2014, so you're talking four years of my life dedicated to, um, from Mother Teresa to Mr. Rogers, I needed to find out what was causing me to navigate toward these books, because I was such a huge, like Stephen King, Nicholas Sparks, Um, I was just constantly reading, and then I kind of switched, so I had to kind of trace back my steps to see what was you know causing me just to reach out for these specific books and now I have my answer because I was in my doctoral classes and I was just pushing myself constantly within the research of my topic so I was reading thousands of journal articles I could say thousands of journal articles later (laughs) I mean seriously I found myself wired to positive psychology books biographical works, non-fiction that would support my theoretical frameworks. And it was just all educational pursuits. So when I did have spare time, which as you can imagine, was pretty few and far between, because I was taking classes, writing my dissertation, teaching full-time, homeschooling in the evenings, afternoons and evenings. So I navigated towards the Bible for you know quick study, Or I would go towards books that could help me like process and analyze research in a new or fresh way. But that being said, that was a mistake. Because I lost the reading for enjoyment piece of my life. And my purpose for reading was like purely analytical. And when I would hear people talk about books, I would actually you know, Lord forgive me, I would have these twinge of jealous moments because I was like, well, who is this author that they're talking about? And, well, it looks like a cool cover, and and the premise is good. Like, yeah, I really like that summary you're throwing at me, but I didn't have a chance to read it. And I didn't prioritize that as a time that I needed to. But my purpose for reading, with it being so analytical like that, it took on a different process approach. So, I missed out. I didn't read any of the latest fiction titles hitting the stands. I was out of the loop on the best selling authors of the time frame. I, I didn't really connect with what was capturing my heart anymore because I was fueling my mind. And what I was writing was pretty strictly poetry and song lyrics. And I understand that now, too. It, it makes perfect sense. It's because I had short blocks of time, and so some of my poetry, yes, turned into longer pieces, which turned into the novels, but it had to start those shorts, like spurts of creative energy that I would have, so now I have to rectify this problem, I have my doctorate degree, you don't have to call me Dr. Jen Lowry, but it just kind of sounds good, like once a week maybe for somebody to say it, I smile, can't help it. But I have to rectify it because I'm an author, and I'm crafting YA romance, family dramas. So, just now, I have on my phone a collection of books that I'm going to read. I have my Goodreads account already planned out of things that I want to read, things that I have read. And I started with science fiction intentionally because this is not my typical genre. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. I want you to surround yourself with books from different genres. But I really want you to find good books in different genres. So that way when you are reading, um, there's a standard. There is um, something that's just really good in front of you. So science fiction is, uh, like I hate to say my least favorite, but it's just really just not what draws me. So I intentionally chose science fiction, and I will shout on the rooftops forever that Nixia by Scott Rankin needs to be read by everyone. It was the best YA science fiction. Then I moved to contemporary fiction, Where the Heart Is by Billy Letts, and I watched the movie, and I read the book a long, long time ago, but I decided to tackle the book again, and I don't regret it the four straight hours i was glued to the page last week taking in every single bit of those characters like i knew them well on a friday evening and i have this thing about newberry winter stamps and um i think it's because i read the bronze bow in the fall and i just i was like okay i gotta find more of these kind of books So, just the gold stamps kind of give me a seal that says you should probably read this book sooner or later, or an award-winning book kind of gives me that heads up that if somebody, like, loved it enough to give it a Coretta Scott King Award, then you probably should read it too. Um, so, I'm currently reading The Crossover by Kwame Alexander, and so far, what I can say about this contemporary fiction is that it's making me smile. So my question is, what are you surrounding yourself with? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, blogs are quick and easy. I get that. I write one myself. But what good books from different genres are you just filling your minds with? You've got them stashed in your car. They're on your your waiting list. So with homeschool, I'm reading Harry Potter again for the third time there's no complaints here I absolutely love Harry Potter I love her fantasy world and just by seeing it through my 10 year old's eyes again it's just empowering to me to see how a child can take a series can take a book and just fly with it so for free time uh, I told you I'm reading Alexander's book. I also have a nonfiction on the side, Simply Tuesday by Emily P. Freeman, because she's a North Carolina uh, she she lives in Greensboro. She's a North Carolina author, and um, but it's nonfiction, so that's not my um, primary. But I'm actually on chapter six. I'm almost finished with that one, so I'm double reading. But I have another newberry waiting for me on the recliner chair, and I've realized I can't get stuck in just one genre anymore. And I have to see how language is crafted and spoken from middle grades to YA to to contemporary to, you know, to adult fiction. Because I've got to learn how to bob and weave among characters and players and plots and situations. And I have to expand my vision to a world of, like, endless possibilities. But it has to start with me surrounding myself with brilliance. Those award winners, those go-getters those be the best at what i do kind of authors i listened to three talks by stephen king this week on youtube you know just to hear his take on things and it was like he was talking directly to me like we were having a couch discussion he wasn't on a stage he was in my living room and it, it it was just very cool to do that um like I was raised up on the worlds from the talisman and the stand. And when I was in middle school, when it, like all through high school, Stephen King. But I can't just read horror because I love it. Like, even though the right was my holiday read, I can't just read science fiction because I love Nixia. I can't just read fantasy because I love Harry Potter. Like I've got to branch out. And I've got to open up and just surround myself with just so many different books. So do you have any recommendations for me? So please share them. Because I am making a long and exciting list. And I will tell you, I'm so fueled by it. I'm so energized by my list. So here's the criteria when you recommend. Because I have little time I really want you to pick the books that matter to you, that mattered, that stood out to you. They don't have to be current, but just uh, pass them to me. And now I'm challenging you to go out and read Nixia by Scott Rankin. Um, Just well science fiction's your thing you've probably already read it but if not start with science fiction like me or start with a fantasy or start with a romance um, give yourself opportunities to grow within every genre because I just think it's really important for us to be like that to be so open minded as authors because in our future we're going to come across many different authors and we really need to be able to be versed in their loves and it could possibly even help us relate to them um, because we would have a a shared discussion board Um, so consider that too and how that, that can help you advance your understanding when you're surrounded by authors of different genres you might not have to write it but you can appreciate the elements of each genre and what makes it stand out and unique in itself and how authors craft that genre to, the, to their best, you know, to the best ability. Um, we have to give hats off to every author out there trying to um, get their words out of their head onto paper or onto screen. So, alright. That's it for today. I challenge you. Give me that list. I want us to pray together a Bible verse from Proverbs 13.20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Dear Lord, send wise authors my way, wise readers my way, those who are willing to share their craft, to share their critiques, to share their reviews, to celebrate with me, just to share their wisdom with me. Please send me good books to read through suggestions from others, from strangers and friends alike. God, I ask you that each time that I read, help me to grow and to be able to better express my own words in unique ways. I ask you, Lord, to surround me with the good so that I will not suffer any harm by miscalculating or misjudging what works and what doesn't. Let it all fall clear before me. And with your guiding hand, I trust that it will. Amen and amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.